If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We're flying through this Friday already, and we're talking about five of six counts guilty Jussie Smollett and what the media got so, got so wrong, and they should be embarrassed, but they're not. How did they get to this point? And remember the Democrat Party, too. I mean, the most powerful figures in Democrat politics not only believed Jussie, they kept believing him. They kept going with this. I mean, how could anyone take Kim Fox, the DA in Chicago, seriously after she tried to seal this case? She tried to cover it up. She had it dismissed and covered up, not even allowed to discuss it in the court. Not anymore. Our friend Rob Smith is with us now. He is an Iraq War veteran, political analyst, and host of the Rob Smith is Problematic podcast. Uh, Rob, my friend, great to have you on. No, great to uh, great to be here, Buck. And we celebrate 100 episodes of the Rob Smith is Problematic podcast today. So uh, if you, your viewers or listeners like what they hear, uh, have them go ahead and check it out. Rob, I love that you have, because, you know, you as, as somebody who is... A, a a guy who speaks in opposition to the left as a member of the LGBTQ community, right? You're a guy who's been holding Jussie to account all along here. Why did people believe this? You know, I think that people believed it because they wanted to believe it. You have to understand, um, I actually don't um, subscribe to the LGBTQ stuff. I'm just a gay guy. Um, all the other LGBTQ stuff, like that's radical left nonsense. 
And the reason why people were so interested in believing this is because they wanted to believe this, which you have to understand what the left does with a lot of their victim groups, whether it be gays and lesbians, whether it be African-Americans, whether it be Latinos, et cetera, um, they feed them the steady diet of victimhood. And so yet when people see something like this, that was so obviously false. I mean, this story started falling apart um, within hours of it breaking. But the people just want to believe it so much because they have to play into that victimhood narrative of the left. This is why you saw so many prominent people um, speak out against this as soon as it happened. As soon as um, Jesse Smollett came out with this fake hate crime, which anybody um, that has a sense of critical thinking knew that this stuff, something was not adding up here. But that did not stop. And I want, I want to read you a couple of things, a couple of statements um, from the very prominent leftists. This is what they said after the news broke of this. This was in early 2019. This is what Kamala Harris said. Um, this was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or the color of their skin. This is from Kamala Harris. Joy Reid said, um, nooses never really disappeared, but every time they're used, my God, it's chilling, praying for Jesse's full recovery. This is what Joe Biden said. Joe Biden said, what happened today to Jesse Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We are with you, Jesse. And Buck, it goes on and on and on. These people were duped because they wanted to believe it, because they wanted to push a message of victimhood to gays and lesbians in this country and to make them think that they are potential victims of a racist hate crime in this country so that they could run to vote for Democrats who claimed that they were going to keep them safe. Here's a quick Rob, this is Clay. I appreciate you coming on. Rob, does this change anything going forward? By which I mean, will any of those usual suspects that you just cited, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, Joy Reid at all, Will they behave differently the next time a hate crime like this is alleged? Because you know it will be alleged again at some point down the line. Or will they just memory hole this story, pretend it never existed, and make the exact same mistake if something similar occurs in the future? So I think two things will happen. I think that both things will happen. So these prominent figures, I think that the politicians, you know, the Kamala Harris's and the Joe Biden's and the AOC's of the world, I think that they will be a little bit more cautious the next time something like this comes up. But you have to understand that they only represent a small part of this whole sort of like leftist uh, media uh, victimhood infrastructure, right? So you have so many people from the Hollywood celebrities to actors and actresses and singers and all of this other stuff. They will pick up the slack um, as soon as the next hate hoax comes. I think the politicians will get a little bit smarter about um, waiting to make a statement, but that's not going to stop the idiot celebrities and singers. Now, there is a clip that's going viral right now of um, this act. Well, you know, act, so Elliot Page, formerly known as Ellen Page, the transgender actor in Hollywood, whatever. So Ellen Page was speaking righteously against this hate crime, this alleged hate crime when it when it happened, when the news of this first broke. And this clip is going viral on Twitter right now. Um, because this is what the Hollywood celebrities do. You know, they, they get up on their soapboxes. You know, they're a part of this whole victimhood narrative infrastructure complex as well. So we're going to hear a lot of this stuff from, from them the next time one of these hoaxes come around. But I think that these politicians are going to be a little bit smarter moving forward. So I didn't even know this. Ellen Page, the girl from Juno, is a guy now? Yep. 
I didn't even know yeah. that. I missed. I missed that LMPs transition. And, yeah, and I'm telling you, they're uh, they're gonna attack us all for dead naming Ellen Page. This is what they say when um, Ellen Page transitioned into Elliot Page, and so now we cannot. We all have to pretend as if this Ellen Page person never existed. Uh, but yeah, the clip of Ellen Page is going pretty viral um, on Twitter right now of, of of Ellen Page at the time, sort of forcefully condemning um, this act of racial um, hatred. Racist hatred, which we all know is absolutely false. Do you know it was a good movie? Speaking of Rob Smith, he's the host of Rob Smith is Problematic. Um, Rob, you you have often described yourself as America's favorite black gay Republican. As we see this issue now unfold before us, do you feel like, as we're talking about this, there will be more people in either and or both of those communities who will feel like maybe, just maybe, the left doesn't have their best interests in mind. No, but look, I absolutely think so. Look, I came out, quote unquote, um, as a as a Republican about three and a half years ago. And, you know, my platform has grown so much, but it's not only so much that my platform is growing, but I'm also starting to see every single day. I see in my social media, my Facebook messages. Um, anybody can follow me, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rob Smith Online. But I see so many more of these, what I call non-traditional conservatives, right? Um, these young gays and lesbians, these African-Americans, these Latino people, these Asians, all of these people that are sort of breaking out of this, um, victimhood mindset that the left uses to control these communities. So I really do see this happening. And let me tell you, we are heading into a midterm election year. I see it all the time. And I see that, you know, even my presence is inspiring a lot of these people to kind of stand up, use their voices and say that we are not going to be owned by the left anymore. And the way that I've seen it explode in just the past three and a half years that I've been speaking out um, leads me to believe that we're going to be seeing a lot more of this uh, in the coming years. Rob, which was tougher, coming out as a Republican or coming out as a gay man for purposes of your responses that you received? Which one was more controversial? The more controversial one was coming out as a Republican. I'll tell you, look, you come out as gay today in 20, you know, in, in 2021, you know, you'll get a parade. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, so woke and so inclusive and all that stuff. That's not an issue. When I came out as a Republican, I lost all my friends. There were people that I had known for over a decade that literally um, look in the other direction when I was walking down the street in New York. It was one of the most completely disruptive um, factors in my life. I, I think that, you know, in, in the history of my life, it has been one of the most disruptive things. But you know what? As negative as some of that um, blowback and negative as some of that response has been, I came out on the other side better and stronger because, look, I get to say what I think and what I feel. And whoever I've lost, I've already lost. But I will say this that I hope that we can get to a place as a country where we are just more tolerant of everybody's beliefs. The left tries to pretend that they're the tolerant and inclusive ones, and they are actually um, the most hateful and the most destructive when you do not bow down to what they believe or what they think that you are supposed to believe and think and say just because you're a member of one of these communities. Rob, outstanding stuff. He's an Iraq War veteran, political analyst, host of the Rob Smith is Problematic podcast. He's also the author of Always a Soldier, Service, Sacrifice, and Coming Out as America's Favorite Black Gay Republican. He is Rob Smith. Thanks, my man. 
Rob, thanks, hey, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. If we've learned anything since 2020, it's that there's nothing quite as important as a powerful immune system. That's why you need Texas Superfood, the original superfood created over 20 years ago by Dr. Dennis Black. It has 55 vine-ripened fruits and vegetables, plus probiotic and digestive enzymes. You can build your body's defense from the inside out. Uh, your immune system's job to detect, deflect, and destroy bacteria you come in contact with that's why you need Texas Superfood. Your grandma told you to eat your fruits and veggies, but with busy schedules and fast food, most people don't. That's why you need Texas Superfood, which is the safety net for the American diet. Buck, how do people get it? If you can't, won't, or don't eat all your fruits and veggies every day, and you should, and trust me, you don't want to get sick, because I just got sick. I got to be eating more of my Texas Superfood. Texas Superfood was made for you. Start boosting your immune system for under $2 a day. Go to TexasSuperfood.com slash buck or call 855-TEXAS-55. That's TexasSuperfood.com slash buck or call 855-TEXAS-55. An instant see, I told you so. If you want something chiseled in marble, what I said needs to be chiseled in marble. Still relevant to this very day. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? 
It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Friday edition, Open Wine Friday. I hope all of you are having a fantastic early start to your weekend as we roll through the Clay Travis and Buck Second Show. Encourage you to go sign up for the podcast. New record set in November. Trying to set a new record in December as well. Lots of good stuff there every single day. You can pick and choose uh, who you'd like to listen to, what the topics might be, and you can go give us five stars. All that can be done. All you have to do is search out my name, Clay Travis, or search out Buck Sexton. We are joined now by Carrie Lake. She is a former news anchor and Arizona gubernatorial candidate. By the way, we are number one in Phoenix, where I'm sure many of you are listening right now. And that obviously is a big market that Carrie Lake will be trying to take advantage of as she pursues the governor's office there in the great state of Arizona. KFYI. Thank you all. There we go. Boom. Thank you for making us number one in Phoenix. (laughs) Carrie, uh, first of all, we played a clip of you, I believe, earlier this week saying, hey, we need to start building the wall in Arizona. What are they going to do? Arrest me? Uh, And people loved it, so we wanted to get you on. Uh, Why do you need the wall in Arizona so much, and why are you running for governor? What needs to happen in your state that isn't now? Wow. I mean, why do we need the wall? Because we are are being invaded at our southern border. And and why should other people care about it? Because what happens in Arizona doesn't stay here. Just in this last week, guys, um, we saw more than 6,000 people that they caught come across in Yuma. And we knew this was coming. We knew this caravan of people was coming, and yet we did nothing about it. We were warned the caravan was coming. We did nothing about it. So our, our federal government is failing us, and frankly, our state leadership is failing us as well. We just need somebody to be tough on this issue because it's affecting families. The drugs coming in, um, the people coming in, the crime is increasing. And it's really an assault on working class families to now have to compete with all these people coming in, flooding this country and eventually competing for our services and competing for jobs. It's it's not fair and it's wrong. Uh, Carrie, it's Buck. Thanks for being with us. And, yeah, we, we really appreciated that. Uh, that clip of you uh, certainly got a lot a lot of attention over the weekend talking about building the wall. Democrats used to say that they wanted border security, too. And now it seems that they've moved increasingly toward just openly advocating for open borders in the state of Arizona. I mean, you're you're likely, let's say, Democrat opponent. I know you still have to go through primary process there. But would, would the, the Democrat governor of Arizona be somebody who at least says, well, in this state, we're going to try to have some law and order when it comes to immigration? Or, or do they adopt the national Democrat line of 
we effectively want to bring in as many illegal aliens as we can. I'm just wondering, you know, how much honesty do you get internally in the state of Arizona about this? Uh, you know, I personally believe that you're talking about maybe a normal type of Democrat, maybe like of yesteryear. Right. What we have now, and, and they're not even socialists, they're pushing Marxist um, ideas and policies. And so, no, they want this. I believe they want this. They want people coming across the border. They think it increases their uh, voter block. And it's wrong. It's wrong what's happening we, we've got to look out for the people of Arizona and really the people of this country. If I were governor right now, I would ask our fellow red states to help us out. Send us, if you have any extras that you can send from your National Guard or your State Guard, send them down. I think we should be empowering our sheriff's deputies along the border to actually deputize ready and willing uh, citizens of this state to help out. We need posses. We need help along the border. But to have 6,000 people come in that we knew were heading this way and just let them walk in, that's insane. And we can't keep doing that. And we can't keep having the drugs come across. But we do have a very complex situation. I'm sure you guys are aware of this. Arizona is not like any other state. And we have a very complex border situation because it's not just you know federal land along the border and state land. We also have a sovereign nation that Donna Odom uh, tribal in Indian reservation. So we can't just build a wall across a sovereign nation. And that means we're going to have to work with our tribal partners to come up with some solutions. Carrie Lake going to run for governor as a Republican in the state of Arizona. I'm sure you saw the Wall Street Journal poll that came out, and it's an interesting one, which showed that Republicans are now dead even with Hispanic voters. Are you seeing uh, legal resident Hispanic voters in your state moving in the direction of the Republican Party? Uh, is that something on the ground that you feel as a candidate running in Arizona? Arizona is for security, is for safe streets, is for uh, growth in business, is for a gr- everyone here wants to have a, a place, a safe place to raise a family. It doesn't matter what color your skin or what your background is. And that's why I think Donald Trump brought so many Latino voters over because he was talking about family. He was talking about faith and, and good schools. He was talking about the things that uh, whether you're Latino, whether you're white, whether you're black, whatever your background is, you care about. And so I don't look at people and see the color of their skin. But I, I do know my, my, uh, my kids are Latino, my husband is, and many people on my staff, and I have many friends who are Latino. They care just as much about safety, security, and they don't like what they're seeing at the border. They know that people coming across, we haven't vetted them. They know that drugs are pouring across. So I don't think it even matters what your background is, what your nationality is or heritage is. You want safe streets and a safe state, just like everyone else. We're speaking to Carrie Lake. She is a candidate for Republican governor or Republican candidate for governor, I should say, in the state of Arizona. Uh, Carrie, COVID right now is something that Clay and I are very focused in on because you've got, first of all, the surge of cases in the north going on, northeastern states, California, places that have high vaccination levels. You also have numerous mandates including some of the biden vaccine mandates getting held up or even slapped down in the courts what do you think the way forward should be here and and how is your state of arizona we haven't talked about it much how well has it handled the covid issue in terms of balancing freedom and uh public safety 
Wow, that's a loaded question. Well, really quickly on COVID, and since we just came off talking about the border, a lot of the people coming across are testing positive. So we have $1.6 billion in federal money that was given to our state for COVID relief. And I think Governor Ducey should take a bunch of that money and put it towards securing our border. We can check the COVID box because we can say, hey, look, people are coming across with COVID. How did we handle it? I thought it was heavy handed. I thought our our governor, Doug Ducey, who is Republican, and I'm thrilled that we had a Republican in office, he shut our state down twice and he shut our businesses down twice. And I find that unforgivable. That being said, he's done some things well. And I'm just so relieved we had a Republican governor during the, the heaviest part of COVID because we saw what governors like Whitmer and Cuomo and in the blue states did where they just literally brought people to their knees. And I don't know that they'll ever recover after some of that terrible leadership. But I think our governor could have been stronger and could have been, uh, if he would have just been stronger to push back against some of these liberals who are pushing him to mask our children and shut our states down, or shut our state down in our economy, I wish he would have been stronger. Carrie, one of the things that obviously I hear from people in Arizona is the continued influx from California and how that is altering the dynamics of the politics in the state of Arizona. What do you think about what I'm sure is a continued flood of people fleeing from uh, California and coming to Arizona? And what is the impact going to be in the next statewide election Are those people, in your mind, more likely to be Republican voters or more likely to be Democratic voters? What are you seeing? You know, we have a saying for it, don't California our Arizona. And I find out that other states have that same saying. Yes, yes. (laughs) Nobody wants the uh, California refugees, I guess you could call them. But I will say this. We have a lot of really great people from California who have come here uh, who are fleeing that state. And that's one of the reasons I'm running. I don't want our state turning into a, uh, you know, California 2.0 where we Arizonans are going to have to rent a U-Haul, sell our home, load it up and find another red state. So they're leaving because decades of failed leftist policies have driven that state, which used to be heaven, into a complete nightmare hellscape. And I don't know if you guys have you guys been to California lately? Yeah, I went, I went right before the lockdown, actually. It was the last place I traveled right before the lockdown, and it was noticeable, Carrie, what was going on in Los Angeles when I was there. I was there in October, oh. so, uh, so I've been out a decent amount. It's a mess. It's horrible, and it's bad policy. They have, you know, an ineffective um, governor, that's, and that's being nice, actually. And we don't want that here in Arizona. So we're hoping when people come here that they realize and, and really examine the reasons why they left and they come here and appreciate Arizona for what it is and not try to vote the same way they voted and drive us into the ground. And we're not going to let that happen. And that's why people are rising up. We have such a movement with our campaign, guys. Um, I, I announced on June 1st, I'm a political outsider. I'm kind of running against a bunch of, you know, politicos and bureaucrats. And we, it only took us three weeks to get the signatures that we needed to be on the ballot. It typically would take a politician nine months or more to get those signatures. It took us three weeks. We didn't have to pay for a single one. People are so excited. We're drawing crowds of thousands whenever we do events and rallies. And people are just ready to have somebody who they trust, who they know, who understands the state and the people represent them and bringing the government back to we the people. You're doing great in the polls from what I've seen, Carrie. So clearly something 
is resident in Cary Lake, candidate yeah. for governor of Arizona. Clay, you got one more? Well, I was just going to say you're endorsed by Donald Trump as well for people out there. I mean, <laughs> I was, you haven't mentioned it, but we might as well mention that. it because we've got a lot of Trump fans in our audience. Yes, I'm so honored to be endorsed by President Trump. I thought that he was the greatest president. He did so much. The media um, brainwashed people uh, and, and lied to people about him. And it's really unfortunate, but he was still able to. He's a fighter, and he was still able to continue to work for us, even though he was that constant barrage of, of fake news was coming at him. And I'm not going to let the media get away with that. I come from uh, the media, and I know how they operate, and they're not going to push me around, and they're not going to push the people of Arizona around. They're doing a disservice to the people of this country, and we're going to call them out on that. I'm also endorsed by Congressman Gosar, General Michael Flynn, Mike Lindell, uh, and a list of really great patriotic people um, that I am I'm just so honored to be endorsed by. Carrie Lake of Arizona running for governor. Carrie. Good luck to you. Thanks for coming to the Clay and Buck Show. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. You know, she just mentioned Mike Lindell, Clay. No doubt. And Mike Lindell is the founder of this amazing company called MyPillow. And his team has hooked up Clay and me with so many of their products. And it just made our homes better, more comfortable, cozier places to be. You got to trust Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. These pillows won't go flat. You can wash and dry them constantly. And most importantly, they're made here in the USA. So this is a great all-American company. Another thing about Mike Lindell that's awesome, this guy does not bend the knee to cancel culture. Not at all. He stands for freedom, free speech, and America. And for a limited time, Mike is offering his My Pillows, the ones that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard My Pillow for $19.98, originally $69.98. That's a $50 savings with promo code Clay and Buck. Plus, Clay, even better, he's extending a guarantee. Yep, money-back guarantee until March 1st of next year. How do you get hooked up with all these great MyPillow products? Well, you can go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listener Specials, enter the promo code Clay and Buck, or you can call 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials. New voices, same message. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Welcome back in Clay Travis Buck Sexton show. We're reacting to Jesse Smollett. Inflation at a near 40 year high, as we told you was likely to be the case. Maybe most significant aspect of that is whether it's going to move Joe Manchin not to vote for the Build Back Better bill, which would mean it then moves into 2022. Remember, Democrats are trying to get that vote done by Christmas. I think the likelihood of that is low. Uh, but we tease this. At the end of the last hour, Buck and I have been talking about this a bit off air. He's not familiar at all in the wake of the Jussie Smollett fake hate crime being exposed. A lot of people out there, I tweeted about this because it reminded me of what happened with LeBron James four years ago. So, Buck, you don't recall or didn't know anything about LeBron James claiming that he was the victim of a hate crime. Never even heard uh, never even heard a word about this one. Never, never. This never, you know, you know me in the sports, Clay. I'm not always but on the on the. This was edge. such a big story that it was leading Good Morning America, the Today really? Show. I mean, Where this, was this? this 
This was 2017, right before the NBA Finals Can I just started. say, the entire Rush team in here with me in New York right now, the folks that are here, um, none of them remember this one either. So somehow oh, wow. this, yeah. Well, this is an example. I, I use the phrase memory hold sometimes because when stories don't end up fulfilling the narrative, they just vanish. There's no follow-up. There's no story. So here was the story. LeBron James... Uh, at his house in Brentwood, California, we've got a lot of great listeners in L.A. Brentwood is a very high-end uh, neighborhood in the Los Angeles area. LeBron James at the time had bought a mansion there for $21 million. I believe he still has his mansion in uh, Brentwood. He was not present at the time, but allegedly there was a racial slur scrawled on his gate. A racial slur scrawled on the gate of LeBron James. So uh, his security staff there called police. Buck, when police arrived, uh, there was... Let me read from my article that I wrote. So the L.A. police arrive. Los Angeles police were called to LeBron James's house at 6.44 a.m. on this morning. LeBron and his family weren't at the house... When police arrived at 6.44 a.m., Buck, the gate had already been repainted. The entire gate had already been repainted. So there was no racial slur visible. They were allegedly provided a photo of the racial slur on the gate. That was the only evidence of it. There is a massive camera, surveillance camera, as you can well imagine, on a $20 million mansion. The camera was not working that time. So there was no footage that was able to be given. The police said, hey, can we get the footage from your massive surveillance camera here right beside the gate? Did the two guards fall asleep too, Clay? I'm yeah, starting to get yeah. Epstein vibe here. Uh, alleged photo never released, never has been out as evidence at all. Uh, and the LAPD investigated and determined that there was no evidence that a crime had ever occurred. So, but that didn't come out. Immediately, LeBron talks about it. He compared himself, Buck, to Emmett Till. He compared himself to Emmett Till, and he said that it was important that America confront the racism, that he was a victim, and the LAPD. Now, think about this. The graffiti was immediately painted over on the gate at 6.44 a.m., meaning, like, at its most elemental level, if you really were a victim of a hate crime, wouldn't you preserve the evidence? I mean, this was where I started, like the alarm bell started going off. Wait a minute. LeBron James claims that his uh, gate in this wildly, wildly expensive neighborhood of L.A. By the way, there are video cameras everywhere in this neighborhood, right? Every mansion has its own video camera. Nobody ever came forward with any evidence of this racial slur being put on LeBron's gate. But if you really wanted somebody caught, wouldn't you leave the racial slur up on the gate uh, and allow the police to conduct an investigation? So uh, then, I mean, also, can I just say, Clay, if Justice surveillance Smollett, camera is not working, if if Jesse Smollett was willing to put the noose back on for the purposes of evidence, you would think you wouldn't want to, in a different context erase the graffiti itself before anyone has seen it, right? I mean, I mean Jussie, it's the most, Jussie at least knew that with his hoax. It's the most basic thing to preserve evidence. You don't have to be very smart. 
if somebody breaks uh, something or writes something and, and the only evidence that it occurred. So what's fascinating about this is the LAPD investigated. They found no evidence that a crime had occurred. Media, I mean, this is everywhere. This is on the Today Show. If you doubt me, you can go Google uh, people out there listening to look at the amount of coverage this got. LeBron James, biggest victim ever. Uh, every, everybody was talking about this. And then the LAPD investigates no evidence that the crime ever occurred and the story just vanished. And so in the wake of Jesse Smollett, how in the world did the media allow LeBron James to come out and say, hey, I was the victim of a racist hate crime in Brentwood, California. There's zero evidence that it actually occurred. Everybody covered it, much like the Jesse Smollett case, as if it were evidence. The accusation itself, 100% true. And then when the LAPD investigates it and determines that no crime took place and the story disappears, people just pretend that LeBron never alleged he was the victim of a hate crime. So, look, maybe somebody on LeBron James's staff made it up. LeBron wasn't in the house at the time. But the fact that this just went away, nobody was charged with making a false police complaint. Nobody was, I mean, think about it. If it really had happened, wouldn't if you were living in that house, you want to know what was happening to your family, what risk they might be under? Just disappeared. Nobody even asked asked LeBron about it anymore. And after the sports media and the larger media ecosystem painted LeBron James as a victim for a racial slur on his $21 million gate mansion, which never actually occurred, just pretend it didn't happen. This is what happens so often with these stories. And, you know, Buck, I talk about this sometimes with you. You're a long time. Like, you grew up in New York City, and you were like, hey, I know my political beliefs. When you were 12 years old, you're, yep. you know, reading uh, George Will columns and nodding along or whatever it was. Like, give it, you, you know, knew. Give, give a high five to my portrait of Buckley on the wall. Yeah. You know it. You knew all this. I have come to this, ironically, through the media, through seeing myself so much dishonesty. That's how I got red-pilled, was just seeing all the narrative dishonesty on a day-to-day basis and doing basically an outkick. You know, we got another article up about the Penn swimmer, just asking honest questions and trying to be reasonable and rational in a totally unreasonable and irrational world. And there are a lot of people, I think, like me, who listen to this program now that have come to have the same beliefs as me just by seeing all the dishonesty. The left, to borrow from Solzhenitsyn, lives by lies. And that was what you experienced. They live by lies. They lie is actually moral to them if it serves their overall purpose. Pretending to believe Jussie Smollett or being so brainwashed by lies that you actually believe Jussie Smollett is virtuous if you're a leftist. If you're LeBron James, or rather if you're a LeBron James supporter, it doesn't matter if LeBron James faked this or not. All that actually matters is that he's raising awareness about all the racism that exists in this country, which is so omnipresent that people are constantly, in the highest profile cases, faking hate crime after hate crime. Remember when we went through the terror of fake nooses in this country? Yes. I mean... They're, they kept going through it, and what was amazing was there were even public officials. I believe this was maybe the mayor of of um, uh, mayor of Oakland, if I remember correctly, saying that we still needed to treat this like a major racial issue, even when it was found that some nooses in a public park 
were not nooses, in fact, but some guy who was black had set them up to do exercises with on a tree. Didn't matter that it was fake clay. The narrative was all that matters. And so when you experience that enough, you say, these people are crazy. Remember the NASCAR incident, the pole rope that was supposedly a noose? Dozens of FBI agents were investigating this. FBI agents, I think, investigated that. It had been there for months and months and months. It was so offensive and meant to terrify so many people that nobody noticed it until there was a noose panic across the country, um, which reminded me of the the anti-Asian violence panic, which went away very quickly. And I think we all remember why it went away very quickly, because they couldn't find enough... MAGA hat, white Trump guys who were attacking Asians. It was other groups, other individuals who were mostly attacking. minorities attacking other minorities, and the story went away. Went it away. did. It just vanished so very quickly. We got more coming up. We got every line lit here, so we do want to continue, of course, with Open Line Friday, taking some of your calls here. So if you're with us, stay with us. If you want to get in on it, the next hour, Clay and I are obviously fired up. We know you are too. Eight hundred two eight two. 2882. That's 800-282-2882. Come back into it in a moment. Take the guesswork at how to protect the value of your savings account. You and I both see our nation's economy the same way right now. Inflation is present. Prices on so many things are way, way up, whether it's a new home, a gallon of gas, or a pound of hamburger beef. The value of a dollar is less and less with each passing day. That affects the long-term value of your savings account and your IRA. The surefire way of protecting that is purchasing gold as part of your savings plan, some percentage of it at least. You decide that number, and there's plenty of help in determining what makes sense for you. I'd suggest you rely on the input of my friends at the Oxford Gold Group. They not only make sense of all of this with you, they also deliver real gold to your home. You store it away safely if you'd like to take delivery of it, or you can place real gold as part of your IRA if you have one. Oxford Gold Group makes both actions possible. They make it easy. And the end result, you have protection for the long-term value of your savings account with gold. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and deliver to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-GOLD. Play Travis and Buck Sexton. Culture they can't cancel on the EIB Network. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts 
You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Welcome back in. Final segment of the week. Almost 15 hours completed. Lots of fun hanging out with you guys. I hope you have enjoyed the week. We'll be back with you on Monday as well. One bit of news. Joe Biden just had a news conference. Said he doesn't know if he can get Senator Joe Manchin's vote for Build Back Better with inflation numbers this high. But he'll be speaking to him early next week. That is a tweet from Caitlin Collins that was inside of the White House press briefing that just happened. So uh, that bit of news, uh, I think, with Joe, with what Joe Manchin has said, that it's very likely that he is not going to vote for this bill, certainly not before the end of the year, and we'll see if inflation ever starts to move. Um, by the way, we got a bunch of callers, Buck. I think you're going to like this one. Bob in New Mexico is upset about me making fun of your scooter. What's up, Bob? Hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, love, Rush. Love your show. Yeah, Clay, you, I think you need to back off. Um, <laughs> the fact that Buck drives a scooter. <laughs> you can't even, are you calling us from a scooter right now? <laughs> There's, is there a huge no. scooter lobby out there that I have angered by mocking you have angered you're, big you're riding scooter. around on scooter? No. You have angered big scooter. Do you think, no, uh, are, are you a married woman? Yes, I am. Did but you I'm did you end up with your husband because he swept you off your feet, swinging by you on a scooter at some point? <laughs> no. But what I want to say is that just because Buck drives a scooter, I think it says a lot about Buck. I think he doesn't need to overcompensate 
for something if you kind of get my drift. Oh, you hey. think it's the opposite. You think men on scooters are That's like right. the opposite of men driving fancy cars. That's right. Like Buck that, that, can, she said Buck no. can ride his scooter clean shaven <laughs> with his latte and still be a real American man. Bob, uh, lady named Bob, is this favorite your caller. Is this favorite Buck's caller mom calling in to defend him, claiming this, to be from New Mexico? we got to put this in the uh, on the clayandbuck.com Hall of Fame. Bob. <laughs> Thank you so much for for telling Clay that it's uh, it's time we live in the reality based world here. Thank you, Bob. Great to talk to you. Have a fantastic weekend. Um, we'll get to more calls. I, I, I know you're coaching this weekend, right? We always yeah, talk about. So what, what do you I got coach? the. Uh, I've been coaching little league baseball and basketball a lot over the years, and I, but the kids like my 11 year old's team has gotten so good that they're above me in terms of advanced basketball knowledge. But the other dads are out, so I've been called up to coach. And my wife is see, my wife has been on me for years, Buck, because when I sit and watch games or when I coach games, if an official makes a bad call, I kind of let them have it. And she's like, you can't do that because people know your voice. You're not just a normal dad. Like They're going to say, like, oh, I was in the gym and Clay Travis was giving it to an official. I said, hey, I'm not changing the way that I behave because of what I do for a living. I'm a dad, and when an official blows a call, even if it's in 10-year-old basketball, I'm going to let him have it. And so uh, my wife gets so upset about me when I coach and letting the officials have yeah, it. I, I, I know care. where she's coming from, man. You know what? The official would be like, I'm sorry, Mr. Travis. I love what you're doing for America. You know, like you you know gotta... it's, it actually happens a lot before games now uh, for Little League or for basketball, where before the game, an official will come over and be like, hey, man, uh, I love uh, I love the show, but, you know, just watch it on uh, letting me have it over, you know, block yeah, charge calls my, in this game. So I have two brothers. We all played sports. All three Sexton boys played sports. And uh, my dad, let's say, was very... Um, very energized as a parent on the sidelines. He was a uh, he would he was a get the team fired up by shouting for the team kind of guy. So I remember. Well, my wife like, said like that. My halftime speech when we last coached, the boys came over uh, for basketball, and they were like, uh, you know, well, what are you going to say? And uh, and I said, well, here's the truth, boys. You absolutely, positively could not have played a worse half of basketball. So you can't be worse than you just were. And my voice carries. So my wife was like, after she's like, you can't begin your halftime speech to the boys by saying that they couldn't have been any worse. I said, did you watch that first half? They really couldn't have been any worse. I'm not going to lie to them. So, uh, so uh, we'll see exactly how it goes this weekend. Clay lives in the reality-based world, even even with uh, youth. 12, 12 to 14 basketball stink, or whatever. I'm telling you that you stunk. I'm not going to pretend that you guys played a phenomenal game. I, I get and it. the coaching, boys all know when they stink. So have you ever coached a high school age? Coaching high school athletics was the most fun job I've ever, the most fun job in terms of just sheer enjoyment I've ever had. Yeah, Coach no, I've just high been soccer coaching as my boys get older, so I haven't ever coached. Uh, so you will then, probably, kids. right? Because if they well, do travel team or something in high school, I, I think they're going to get so much more advanced than my coaching ability. Like even now, I'm a little bit like, are, I, I'm are not you going on YouTube to, to look plays. up the drills? It's amazing how much training stuff is on some of these, uh, you know, these different kids get online platforms so much better than I did. You know, I had a lot of good coaches, but also a lot of coaches who were just like, hey. Here, here's a basketball kids go scrimmage, you know, go run around like nowadays, like the offenses they run, the plays that are being called their their knowledge and sophistication is is really through the roof. Yeah. Nathan in North Carolina. What do you got for us, Nathan? Hey, Clay and Buck. Uh, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you so much for Rush. Um, so 
you know, the left, this uh, just Jesse Smollett case, the left, it has a lot of things that the left claims to champion, you know, the racism, the homophobia, Donald Trump. And the left should be the first ones demanding this guy go to prison for 20 years because he essentially made a mockery of all these causes. It's true. Claim to, to be, it's very to true. Be, uh, important. And I don't see it happening, but they should be up front and center claiming this guy needs to go to jail for 20 years. Right, Nathan, if you're you right. Truly, if they, if yeah. they were really about the facts and the truth and they really were so worried about hate crimes in America, they would come down on Jussie like a ton of bricks. But they won't, which I think is so instructive. Really insightful, Nathan. Thank you for calling in on that. Clay, you know it would be kind of an interesting poll? I feel like we're, we're, we're almost leaning into it right now. For this audience, if we put it out on Twitter maybe, do you think Jussie should get less than five years or ten years plus? You know, I think that I, would be kind of the th- – th- those would be the – because he faces up to 20. He's definitely not yeah. getting 20. Uh, I was, think he's going to get two to three. That was a great call because if you truly are bothered by homophobia, racism – uh, and those issues in our country, then fake allegations of both of those things, it becomes like the boy who cried wolf. You're actually diminishing someone who might have a legitimate claim, and many people are just not going to believe it. And that's a rational response, by the yes. way, when there are enough hoaxes that come out. Totally. You know, the boy who cried wolf, the people had a reason to not believe when the wolf right. was finally there, right? Tom in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. What's up, Tom? Oh, I just had a comment for um, on Smollett. Uh, we're all, it seems to be reported almost everywhere that his motive was that he was some uh, disgruntled uh, actor that wanted more recognition. But nobody's mentioning that, um, it, I think it's more insidious than that. I think this was an attempt to influence a vote in Congress because at the the time this happened, there it was brought up even at the time it happened that um, um, Congress was trying to pass some more hate crime stringent hate crime reg- legislation. Oh, so you you thought he was trying to affect really the political system or the legislative uh, branch of the government as well, Tom? Hey, Tom, we appreciate it. We're uh, we're we're at uh, the end of this very fun episode, very insightful episode of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. If you missed any part of it, please. Go check out our podcast of the whole show, put up by hour. And there's also a best of the iHeart app, wherever you listen to podcasts. There's also the Buck Sexton Show podcast, which is a quick little thing I do in the morning, about 20 minutes of a rundown to get everyone prepped for the day. And go to uh, outkick.com for Clay's fantastic uh, team's coverage there of the UPenn swimmer. They got people to come they out did a great and speak job forward. Outkick.com. Y'all have a gr- I just yelled, and it was actually kind of natural. See, Clay, you're rubbing Maybe off. Maybe you on are going to move to Florida. There we go. Have, have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> you're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.